Hey everyone, welcome to Explain Like I'm 5, or ELI 5 for short. The podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that is easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. And Kevin, this week, I'm trying to sign into Gmail and I'm getting this screen which shows the simple grey box of a logo of something called a recapture. Oh yeah, I think I know where this one's going. The recapture is incredibly simple. It's just a checkbox next to the words, I'm not a robot. And what you're supposed to do is put your mouse over that checkbox and click it. That's it. So this week's question is, how hard can it be for a bot to check the I am not a robot checkbox? (laughs) Yeah, so it's not the actual checking of the box that's important. It's the pattern and all the movement that leads up to the checking of the box. You know, the speed and direction that you move the mouse for a human is not perfect. Uh, but for a, bar, for a bot, it can be hard to emulate it uh, since bots tend to kind of magically teleport the mouse to this location and do things more perfectly. Wait, so I think you're suggesting something a little sneaky here where the website is tracking my mouse and keystrokes and not just checking for the box that it asks me to check. I've never heard mm-hmm. of this. It sounds kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. So most websites, if there's a recapture, they're tracking all the mouse movement, pixel by pixel. You know, ad banners track mouse and wheel movement. If you pause on a page where there's an ad and move the mouse over the ad and they're showing interest even without clicking, there's a lot of code that uh, is involved there. So specifically, what are they tracking in this recapture case? Yeah, so what they're actually looking for are things like did the user instantly move their mouse to the exact coordinates of the box? Or did they traverse through the page like a, like a human would? Uh, is the user scrolling? Uh, or are they remotely executing JavaScript to trigger a scroll to the box, right? Mm. Um, even like how long after the page loaded did the user take to go find a box? Uh, too quickly, that's obviously a bot. Uh, but, okay. yeah. but, but too slowly, it could also be kind of weird. Um, there's a couple of workarounds that people have tried to get around CAPTCHA. Uh, you know, back in the old days, there was this text CAPTCHA with kind of the wavy text, right? Mm. Uh, and people would actually uh, screenshot it and send it to like some outsourcing service like Mechanical Turk, and then that, that's how they would get the actual text back, and then they'd have a bot fill it in. Uh, with the new ones, the little gray box with this checkbox, um, sometimes people would uh, create bots that could take screenshots of the whole page send it to somewhere, they would click it, and then they'd send back the pixel coordinates, right? Mm-hmm. And then their bot would you know, actually take t- uh, go, go click it then. But the, 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 the downside of this is it actually costs money, and again, like, if the turnaround time is too long, like a couple minutes, it doesn't take a couple minutes for a person to uh, check a box, so some pages might detect that as like, hey, try again. Okay, so it is possible for a bot to overcome recapture. Just uh, it's just difficult. That's all and costly. Yeah, it's not the most cost efficient thing. And how about those image captures that you see, where it asks you to select every image that has a street sign on it or traffic lights or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's that's really clever of, uh, on Google's part. Um, Google, you know, they have all these giant massive server farms and AI algorithms that can detect practically everything on images. Um, and they basically they'll look at the images, send it to you, and make sure that what you're parsing is actually correct or not. Okay, now, that makes sense. I, but I, I was always on the impression that 
um, a lot of these Google captures, they weren't automatically generated, that they were um, shown to users to pick out. They, they would show the same thing to mm-hmm. uh, you know different users. And if someone um, starts to deviate too much from what the crowd is doing, then that would be mm-hmm. wrong. And if uh, there's a uh, there's a answer that ends up being the same answer each time, then that actually gets used as the future result. So um, that that was, uh, I think I remember someone even saying that Google trains their neural networks <laughs> off of these results. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Uh, they've trained their their system. They use uh, capture to read things like street signs uh, for Google Maps and probably their self driving cars. Um, I also heard that Google for a time was using CAPTCHA to digitize scanned books. You know, when you scan a book, the text is not perfect. Sometimes you're a little wavy. Why not have the kind of masses help you train and do that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's all pretty ingenious. Um, I guess now we know why it's so hard for robots to prove they're human. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also like the guy who simply says the explanation is that um, robots aren't allowed to lie. So Mm. they'd be breaking their ethics. Ethics. Robot ethics. And that's all for today's episode. Send us your suggestions for future ELI5 episodes at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our channel and uh, you'll be kept up to date on future episodes of Explain Like I'm Far. Please also check out the episode description where we thank all the Reddit users for their contributions to this podcast. Unfortunately, most of their names are too difficult to pronounce here. Um, That said, if you are one of these contributing users and would like to be a guest on an upcoming episode of this podcast, please reach out to us again at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. See you next week.